0: Welcome to The Parable Podcast. Join Family Life host Randy Snavely as he digs into the story lessons told by the world's greatest teacher, Jesus. Today's episode, part two of Hiding in Plain Sight. The disciples hear the story Jesus told and they're confused. They don't understand it. So they ask Jesus to explain it to them, and he says kind of incredulously, you don't understand the parable? Well, how are you going to understand all the other ones? He's letting them know that more parables are coming, and that this first one is the key to understanding all of them. Well, fortunately for the disciples and us, we don't have to guess as to what the parable means. Jesus tells us, and in the process, shows us the blueprint to follow in interpreting the ones that are coming later. The parable is an allegory, a story that reveals a hidden message or moral. Parables are designed to reveal a spiritual message And this one opens our eyes to how the kingdom of God works and to how God ministers. Mark 4, starting at verse 14. The sower sows the word. And these are the ones along the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word which is sown in them. And these in like manner are the ones sown upon rocky ground the ones who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy. And they have no root in themselves, but endure for a while. Then, when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. And others are the ones sown among thorns. They are those who hear the word, but the cares of the world, and the delight in riches, and the desire for other things enters in, and chokes the word. It proves unfruitful. But those that were sown upon the good soil are the ones who hear the word and accept it and bear fruit, thirtyfold, and sixtyfold, and one hundredfold. So how does the kingdom of God come into our hearts? Well the farmer or the sower is Jesus. Matthew 1337 tells us that. He drops in the word to us like seeds into the soil. The soils represent the different heart conditions, what state the heart is in when the word lands on it. The first heart mentioned is a hard heart. The path referred to in verse 15, probably the packed down footpath that ran alongside the fields. They were almost like concrete and the seeds couldn't penetrate the soil. Birds representing Satan quickly gobbled them up. Hard-hearted people are ones not open to the word. They are the closed-minded ones Jesus referred to when he quoted Isaiah. Years ago, a friend of mine was at a Youth for Christ meeting, and at the end of the meeting, an invitation was given to accept Christ as Savior. The meeting got over, and my friend just sat there. Everybody else got up, and they were mingling together but he just sat there and stared at the floor. One of the staff approached him and said, hey, the invitation is still open. And after a long wait, he finally shook his head no, and he said, I just can't buy it. That's a hard heart, close-minded to the gospel message. Listening to part two of the Parable Podcast Hiding in Plain Sight from Family Life. The rocky ground represents shallow or impulsive hearts. These stony places are really quite common in Palestine. It's limestone covered by a thin layer of topsoil seed planted here springs up quickly looking like there's going to be a plant but because there's no depth of soil the plant quickly dies impulsive people are like that they get excited with the latest fad or fashion and then just as quickly run off to follow something else new i saw that happen in one of my high school club meetings when i was working with youth for christ out in kansas city Around sixty five kids came to this one club meeting, and dozens of them, probably around thirty, half the crowd, came up during the invitation and prayed to ask Christ into their lives. But you know what? Two weeks later, following Christ wasn't a cool thing to do anymore, and they just kinda forgot all about him. Jesus saw that happen himself. John chapter six verse sixty six from that time many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. The third heart condition is the thorny one. It's a heart divided. Jesus mentions three conditions that come in and crowd out the word. The first is the one worried about the cares of the world. This is the person who is always concerned about what's going to happen next they do not know what it means to leave concerns into god's care the seed of the gospel cannot flourish in a heart wrapped up in anxiety and worry the second is one who delights in riches a man professed a deep love for his girlfriend and told her all i can offer you is my undivided love you are my world I don't have a new car like Johnny Brown does, nor do I have a job that will make me wealthy like Johnny Brown has, or a big house like Johnny Brown. But I do have a heart filled with love for you, and I would give my last breath to marry you. She replied, I love you too, but tell me more about this Johnny Brown. Yeah, people who desire riches above all else have no room left in their heart for the word to take root and grow. And finally, the desire for other things will choke out the word as well. But then there's the good soil, the soil that has been plowed deeply by the word of God and tilled by the convincing work of the Holy Spirit. This soil represents the receptive heart, one who is open, ready to receive and respond immediately to God's word. Chris Pauly was a seventh grade boy who came to one of our high school club meetings. Uh, His sister was one of my club leaders for the particular meeting, and I kind of pulled her aside and said, Brenda, why did you let your little brother come? This is not for the junior high or the middle schoolers. This is for the high schoolers. And she said he was insistent on coming. Well, Chris, talked with me after the meeting was over and explained he had just asked Christ into his life. And I said, Chris, that's awesome. So what can I do for you? And I'll never forget what he said. What's next? There's got to be more to it than just putting your faith in Christ. What do I do now? And for the next several years, I had the joy of discipling that kid. And what a thrill it was to see him grow up in Jesus Christ. See, Chris was the good soil. That's the first parable. Jesus describes how the kingdom of God comes into our hearts and gives us the key to understanding his future parables. So the question we must wrestle with is, is the word being sown? And what kind of soil, what kind of heart is it landing on? Thanks for listening to The Parable Podcast from Family Life. If you were encouraged today, share the episode with a friend and don't forget to subscribe. You can find more shows like this one at familylife.org podcast. And you can help to make content like this possible when you support at familylife.org give. Until next time, this has been The Parable Podcast from Family Life.